Hey, this is Rob. Hey, this is Dan. And you're listening to Remote with Rob and Dan, a podcast about working remote, living remote, as well as distractions and all the things that come along with it. It's also just an opportunity for us to get together and chat once a week. All right, we're on, we're live, on the air, talking today about the afternoon slump. And I I say the afternoon slump because that's the specific topic that we kind of came up with because I think it's affecting both of us. But at the same time, I think it can just be about, you know, we were just talking before we even started, but remaining productive, starting productive, getting productive throughout the day. And what, you know, does that matter? You know, uh, do you feel bad when you start to slow down? Do you kind of like lean into it? You know, what are the different things that go along with it? So before we started, um, we were talking before we kind of, you know, flipped the mics on and stuff. And Daniel was making the point that um, do you really, you know, this is a sensitive time and do you, do you need to like constantly stay productive? And I, I, that's interesting. So why don't you kind of make that, make that point. I, I think the answer is no. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think, I think productivity is a relative anyway to, um, who you are, how productive you, your potential, um, each day. And, my potential is different every day. I kind of feel like I feel like some days I'm distracted by everything. And I mean, maybe this is uh, um, more catered to a creative job. I don't know. I mean, some jobs, you have a list of stuff you have to do, right? And you do it, you know, and if you don't get it done, then things fall apart. I don't work at a bank. I don't work. Uh, You know, I work with art. So it's a little different. Um, so some days in order to not feel <laughs> depressed about my productivity, I decide that I don't have to be productive today. I think that I, when I, uh, I shot you over some thoughts, you know, and when I was kind of thinking through this a little bit, it was more about, to be honest, I, and maybe I didn't frame that really well. And I, maybe this could go a couple different ways, but for me, it was more about the like wellness aspect of it or the health aspect of yeah. it and that could be mental or physical um totally i think and i think holding yourself to a standard of being productive um can it can be a little detrimental to your mental health in that you know you're inundated if that's the right word with these like inspirational pictures with words on them on facebook <laughs> of people like get it done get shit done you know yeah. i've got my coffee mugs it's get shit done i don't but somebody does lots of people do and first of all you need to get off facebook like, <laughs> yeah right i need to stop looking at pictures but i just feel like not everybody can get shit done sure every day sometimes you don't feel good and you don't feel like it and there's no reason that you should feel bad about yourself for that. I think it's good to be productive and I think it's good to, to have, um, mechanisms to put in place to help you when you're not feeling so productive. I mean, I, I even when I'm, I'm in a slump, I still want to get at it. Sure. So, but I, I don't feel like I need to 
hold myself to anyone else's standard of what that productivity looks no, like. No, I mean, I, if that makes I sense. definitely agree. I think it's all about, for me, this topic and, you know, topics like it. You know, we use the word productivity and we, we I think we even say it in the intro or whatever, but um, mm-hmm. I think that the, the different standards that you're talking about, I think it's about without getting too like cerebral here, it's kind of like that know thyself, <laughs> um, you know, uh, yeah. it, it's, it's about what is actually important to you and what, what kind of day do you want to have? What kind of week do you want to have? What kind of productivity matters to you? And I I actually don't think yeah. I wrote some things down, but I don't actually think that it necessarily has to be work. Um, it could be productivity at home. And it could be, totally. uh, you know, mapping out your day with the things that matter to you. So, um, you know, yeah, I know that my wife took the day off today because it was nice outside and she just wanted to be working outside. And that was totally uh-huh. valid. Um, you talked about being a artist and, you know, you're, you're probably more you probably spend more time as an artist for work for a career than I do per to some extent. Um, Mm -hmm. um, I definitely straddle, uh, between the, you made the bank analogy. I think, uh, I definitely straddle between somewhat of a banker as a, uh, you know, running finance for the company, but, um, but at the same time trying to be artistic, um, with the different things that I have in my life. And so, you know, there are those days where I have to get crap done. Um, and then the days where there's just stuff I want to get done. So I think you're making a solid, solid point in that knowing what it is you want to accomplish is really what matters. And then, okay, am I going to be frustrated if I don't, or am I going to kind of, uh, lean into it? We're going to interrupt our normal conversation just for a quick second and just say that uh, if you're liking what you're hearing and you want to support us, please subscribe, give us a rating and give us a review. All of those things help the the algorithms of the internets to, to boost us up and get us more uh, viewership. And uh, we would really appreciate it. This is all out of our own pockets and out of our own time. We're not, you know, uh, we're not running ads or anything. So you're getting this kind of like clean uh, content with that's ad free. So uh, give us some, uh, give us some love and share this with your friends love wherever it. they listen to podcasts. Thank you. Just the idea that people listening to this don't i don't want them to think that we are telling them you need to be productive it's more like if you want to be more productive or if we want to be more productive in our own lives like these are the things that we do you know um (laughs) if we get that far (laughs) talking about things that we actually do but um yeah i think it's it goes even bigger than that it's something i actually i tell kids a lot when i'm when i'm talking to classes is um one of the worst things that i think you can do is compare your um success based on you know to at other oh people. yeah compare your compare your productivity compare your where you're at in your career uh you know it, it's it, i feel like it's a motivation killer totally because naturally we look up to and idolize these people who are in a different place than us, whether we want to call it farther along or not, I think everybody's kind of got their own path that they're going on. And, um, you know, sometimes I'll look at these illustrators that win awards and I'm just like, man, what am I, what am I not doing? And that to me is like that it could be afternoon, morning or wherever it hits me. It 
puts me in a slump immediately, sure. you know? And so I try not to do that in my career, but also just in day-to-day productivity. Like some people work, I don't even know how they get all the stuff done that they get done right. and still have time to, to cook and hang out with their family and run. And yeah, somehow they're like, have these like perfect physiques and, and make a bunch of money and get a bunch of work done and win awards. And I'm just like, how, like that make kind of makes me feel bad about myself. So I really want to want to compare myself to people like that because I have my, it's all relative to me. Yeah. I think that that's, I think that's a really common mentality or thought process. Um, And honestly, right now, you know, not necessarily right now, but in the last five, maybe 10 years max, um, it's, I think it's changed drastically. I think if you were to like somehow figure out a way to chart like uh, personal fulfillment and sentiment, I think it would probably um, have gone down over the last five to 10 years. Yeah. And a lot of that is the fact that we we're doing, we're looking through windows that are built by the person that wants you to see what they want you to see or that shows you mm-hmm. what, sh- what they want you to see. So whether it's yeah. Instagram or anything on social uh, media, um, totally. You know, it's it, it can it can go beyond social media. It can go to um, just having a conversation. And a lot of times, if if it's not like your closest, dearest friends or family, you're going to kind of tell them what you want them to hear about your life. Yeah, and uh, absolutely. And I think that you know when you say you you touched on what I think a lot of people are kind of calling imposter syndrome. Or this idea mm. that they can't, um, they're not achieving enough or anything like that. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I, 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 you know, I, I see that too. So I just, I, I just launched a video that I was really proud of. Uh, it made, uh, you know, shameless plug, go check it out um, on my YouTube channel. But uh, <laughs> um, I just launched a video and it got more views than I've gotten on anything else, but it's still mm. only like 230 or something like that. And and <laughs> yeah. at the same time, I was telling my wife, this guy I follow, and it's funny because he's like a productivity guy. Um, this guy I follow um, that creates, uh, you know, decent content on the web, he launched a video the same day. And all he did <laughs> was he did a remote work session with uh, some some other influencers, you know, on on, on YouTube or whatever. So it's like 30 people mm-hmm. on this Zoom grid and they're all just sitting there typing with headphones on, literally no talking. They all set a timer for 30 minutes. They did it. And then he was like, all right, thanks everybody. It was a 30 minute video. That's, that's it. <laughs> of people, of working. people working together, quote unquote, or whatever. They did that 35,000 views in the first like hour. And I'm just like, Perfect. dude, so yeah, you can look at that and I can just be like, why am I even trying? You know, but yeah, it's, you know, it, it's like I said, it's relative. Yeah. It's relative to who you are yeah. and who that guy is, is somebody who a bunch of people want to watch do nothing <laughs> apparently. But I, I don't know. I used to let it get me down a lot. I try not to anymore. Yeah. I've tried to practice what I preach. I try to practice what it. I preach about it. Uh, I also have tried, so I've. I've got this concept that I've been stewing on lately. It's a uh, second order thinking. It's not, it's definitely not my concept. Um, this is a <laughs> concept that comes from, um, I actually don't know where it comes from, but, um, there's a great, uh, site and uh, blog or uh, community that I'm a part of called Farnham, uh, Farnham street. Um, and they do really mm-hmm. great stuff. 
going back to philosophers and uh, everywhere from like Seneca all the way up to like, you know, Warren Buffett and like nuggets of mm. like really great insight and thoughts and all that kind of stuff. So it's like a thought piece kind of thing. So anyway, there's this concept of second order thinking. I won't go like deep into it, but it's that first order thinking is that I want chocolate. So I'm just going to eat a chocolate bar, um, you know, because that's, that's what I want. Um, I sound pretty first order. Well, already. I think that the, I actually don't <laughs> think you are, to be honest. Um, I think you're pretty decent oh, yeah? at second order. So, um, to some extent, and I think we all obviously could be better, but second order thinking is I want a chocolate bar, but I'm not going to eat it because, uh, tomorrow, you know, I want to feel good. And, uh, three weeks from now, I don't want to get in this, I don't want to get in this habit of eating chocolate bars every day. So it's basically a fancy way of saying like, you know, looking forward, looking toward the future. And yeah. Now that you say that I, I used to be better at it than I am. <laughs> but <laughs> the older and more stressed out I get, the more I'm like, nah, I'll eat that chocolate. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's instant gratification. That's first order thinking is like, what's the first thing yeah. it's kind of binary. It's like, yes or no, I'm either going to do it or I'm not. But like the gray area mm. is kind of where, you know, people want to live in general and it's yeah. look toward the future. So there's something that I've been doing lately with my productivity. We're way off where I was thinking we were going to go with this, but that's fine. Um, yeah. Something that I've been doing <laughs> with my productivity mindset lately is because I don't, I, I, I don't want to feel the way that, you know, you're saying that, you know, we can feel, and I definitely feel like that a lot. Um, you know, I've, I just uh -huh. wrote this book called finding ultra and it's about this guy who's like running these stupidly ridiculous marathons. It's actually a really good book, but, yeah. um, his life is like, how on earth do you do that? Um, yeah, man, that seems, I've watched a few documentaries about people that like do like 50 Ironmans in 50 yeah, days or something. Guy, and it's yeah. like, how do you not die? Yeah. So <laughs> I think his part of what he enjoys and something that I've actually learned to enjoy over the last few years or not really years, just year is uh, like this discomfort, um, like pushing mm -hmm. myself through discomfort. Um, and it's, yeah. it's really not for anyone besides me. I mean, I literally live in the middle of nowhere. I don't really talk to anybody, um, besides my, yeah. you know, employees and coworkers and you. Um, so, um, <laughs> you know, it's definitely not for anyone but me and the, uh, the, so tying it back to the second order thinking is in when I'm 70 and I'm looking back, you know, uh, I'm obviously not going to look back to April 22nd, 2020 and be like, that day was good or bad. You know, I'm going to ag aggregate yeah. my, my life or whatever. And I think that mm -hmm. all I've been trying to do lately is just think at the end of every day, I look at like my day and I'm like, would 70 year old me kind of be happy with this day? And that doesn't necessarily mean that I was like ultra productive and like got all my work done. Like, but did I ignore my kids? Um, did I, yeah. did I sit in my office in the dark while everyone else was like watching a movie? Um, you know, my family's like watching a movie or making dinner and that has happened. Um, and yeah. like, so it's totally. kind of that, you know, balance. Um, Absolutely. That's actually uh, uh, the way you put that is a lot of how I think about my job in general is in my move from like corporate marketing or just marketing in general yeah. to what I do is the was how frustrating it was to work really hard on something and and then it just disappear right in the next quarter you know it, as soon as something new a new campaign came along or something and and one of the reasons that I really like making books and 
and having books that that are dedicated to my kids and stuff is that I have that like like I feel like I'm making something that stays. Oh, dude, totally. That's I mean, what you was know? it Shakespeare that said uh, immortalization through words or something like that? Um, yeah, yeah, there's something really satisfying in a different way about I mean doing work doing good work and and making neat commercial art you know that that captures attention like in advertising is fun and it's exciting but for me it was just the idea that Henry and Hugo could have these books that are dedicated to them that they could read to their kids long after well maybe when they have kids hopefully I won't be long <laughs> after I'm gone but, you know those kids can read right, to, you right. know someday yeah. <laughs> um yeah and it kind of uh, that what you said reminded me of that yeah i think uh you know if you can look at your life's work um as a holistic like you know i, I think i think if you try to look at things in that perspective you start to like create um i know i'm being probably too analytical about this and not you know emotional enough about <laughs> it but you start to like create checklists in your mind of like what what are the it's it's the bucket list concept it's like what are those things that mattered yeah. to me and, you know, uh-huh. um, my, you know, my time on this earth that I accomplished those. So for me every day, yeah. you know, I hit that afternoon slump. Um, I get to the middle of the day and, uh, and we can talk more about the specifics of this, but I've been, you know, um, obviously with the, you know, with the world as, as it is at the moment, um, I've been, um, hitting these midday slumps and it's just like, I'm tired. I, you know, i for, I just want to like lay down. I, I just, I, I don't want to be productive anymore. And <clears throat> I think something that I've been trying to, and it's, it's definitely easier in the summer, but something that I've been trying to do more lately is, um, uh, active leisure instead of like passive leisure. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't necessarily mean yeah. like running and stuff, just like doing something quote unquote air quotes here, productive, um, whether it's taking my kids on like a little hike or even just a walk, um, you know, that's yeah. more beneficial for everybody than me just plopping down on the couch and watching. I actually find I feel more energized and refreshed when I do do things like that. Like, sometimes I, I find it hard to get totally. motivated to do that kind of stuff, but then I do it. And when I'm done, I'm like, Oh, my headache's gone. Or, Oh, you know, my, like I, I just like feel ready to, take on mm-hmm. more. I think it's just positivity, not to sound too hippy dippy about it, but, um, it's just yeah. doing something positive as well as doing something good for your mind, your body, your family. Yeah. It's just all around doing yeah. something positive as opposed to something sluggish and slothish, you know? Yeah. And, and I fall into that totally dude. Like I, uh, I don't know. I've been on this like crazy macadamia nut kick and I was like, Ooh, what if I cover them in chocolate? So, uh, you know, I, uh, so I like made this batch of vegan macadamia nut chocolate macadamia nuts, but, um, you know, taking handfuls of those every day instead of like, I should probably eat like a, you know, piece of fruit or whatever. So it's it's like small things, um, that just make me feel better. And if I aggregate those, you know, if I look at my life when I'm 70 and I aggregate my life, I kind of want to do that on like a daily basis. Like, in general, the average of this day, yeah. was it positive or was I just like a turd, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so. totally. And I think that's, uh, I mean, that mindset of it's all relative comes into play there too, because some, th- there are plenty of people out there who, who get a lot of joy out of like baking a batch of cookies and eating some, yeah, yeah. you know, and, 
and also make money doing it and 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 can feel productive in that way too so and i think that's totally fine but i think there's also uh to retort that a little bit i think that there's a lot of people that find that happiness in the moment um yeah so it's like instant gratification first order thinking kind of like happiness as opposed uh-huh. to all of a sudden now if you do that okay that made me feel good today it's like i don't know like heroin yeah um made me feel good today yeah. if i start doing it consistently i'm probably not going to feel good in two weeks or whatever totally totally that was that was a good retort <laughs> <laughs> i liked i liked that retort i'm gonna go bake a tort and eat it Today. I've been making more food lately. If you, I know you have. Well, God, yeah. I mean, just now, I've I've felt comfortable. Not sure why. Maybe because I'm just t- just wanted some food from a restaurant. But I've only had two meals in the past month and a half from from a restaurant, and everything else has been cooked here, or at least pr- uh, prepared in a grocery store, and then right, up right. Here. uh, we've been doing yeah we've been doing 100 percent food here and uh a new thing for us this is like brand new in the last i don't know a couple weeks is um family meals so like not we always eat together as a family we have forever but like um it's always been four different meals (laughs) and uh just recently it's like okay with everybody's got we all gotta eat the same thing this is getting (laughs) ridiculous i'm doing dishes like six times a day so yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. I've gotten there with everybody except Henry. And Henry, he'll be like, what are we having for dinner? And I'm like, spaghetti and meatballs. He's like, oh, gross. <laughs> and so, All right, man, here's a tortilla with peanut butter. Oh, uh, nice. Just eat something. That's not so bad. Please. I mean, tortilla and peanut butter is actually Peanut butter taco, decent, man. That's his favorite yeah. thing. Um, PBTs. So, uh, so the, the kind of the topic, obviously we're, we're dancing around it a little bit, but you know, it's this afternoon slump. It's, um, when are you, uh, whether it's family productivity or work productivity or personal, you know, fulfillment, when are, when do you feel like the most productive or the most, you know, positive? Um, I honestly feel the most productive work-wise in the morning, um, but lately it has not been that way simply because I, um, I have taken on the morning, wake up with the kids duty. And so I, um, with the kids until usually around noon. I mean, Elizabeth's with me too. I just, she does the bedtime thing and then she sleeps later than I do in the morning. Um, so I've had to kind of transition to working mostly from lunch until mid afternoon. I've I've been lucky to not have a ton of work um lately to that to where I need to work like all day. I've had a few days like that. Um a few projects that I've been doing that I've finished up already where I've had to work all day. Um and in that way it's nice to come out to the studio in the morning and kind of just open the door and the windows and put on some music and I don't know, it feels I feel like I I get better work done, maybe not more, but it's better in the morning. And then I hit that. I do hit, I stop for lunch. I've always, you know, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, I like hard, to go get hard lunch. stop at lunch. Yep. I like, <laughs> I like getting lunch and whether it's just going in and like making sure. it like it has been lately. Um, but on a regular in regular world, I, um, I even still leave and go get like, 
some lunch somewhere it, probably two to three days oh, a week wow. just because i like to i just go by myself usually um and then i come back and my work sometimes is pretty crappy yeah. after that and sometimes i have to push through because i just have to get stuff done but sometimes i just kind of stop do you ever do you ever feel like because i because i i mean i hit the same walls too um do you ever feel like uh not to make this too much of like a health uh, podcast, but do you ever feel like based on what you eat uh, that makes oh, yeah. a you know massive difference? So. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think if we're talking like healthy versus unhealthy, yeah, I mean, you know, like, cause we both used to go out and just get garbage for lunch <laughs> sometimes. And it just makes you feel sure. like unhealthy back when we were like more unhealthy yeah, people, yeah. I guess. Um, but then also just being that dairy doesn't necessarily agree with me. And I like to go to <laughs> salsa Rita sometimes and get cheese dip. Oh yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, that'll, that'll put me down. And the afternoon slump turns into the afternoon dump. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm done for the rest of the day. Um, uh, yeah, I absolutely. Because uh, I, I, I feel better when I just, grab a little something for breakfast and then like t- almost not think about lunch, which is, goes against what I said. Yeah. I like lunch and I like stopping because I like the break, right. but I also don't mind grabbing like a granola bar and some juice and going for like a walk or something. Yeah. And that makes me feel so better. It's, it's definitely sure. not about for you. It's, I mean, I, and it's for me too. I think what you're saying is it's definitely not about like the act of sitting down and eating. It's just more about the act of taking on like a mindful break, you know? Exactly. And I do, it, you couple that with the fact that I just like restaurants, sure. which is something that, that my wife and I have disagreed <laughs> on over the past month because she's like, I don't miss it at all. And all I really think about is, man, I miss going to like get a diet Coke sure. from a restaurant and, and sitting down and having a, like a Turkey wrap. I just kind of want like, like to go to a restaurant. I just like, well, it. A, and I, yeah. I don't know why it's just, it's expensive and the food's not ever really that great. I just like, going and sitting on especially patios it's, right oh, now dude, would be really totally, nice. I totally feel you. It's funny because um I have the exact same feeling as you with with in in regards to restaurants, which is hilarious because to your point, um 9 times out of 10 I can't eat anything there. And yeah. and uh or I I choose I guess I choose not to eat anything there. And and then the yeah. you know, it uh, 10 times out of 10 if I make it at home, it's better. Happy, uh, it tastes yeah. better. It's better for me. I'm just happier. But like for some Absolutely. reason, I just I definitely one of the only things I miss at the moment, you know, in the in the world we live in is is restaurants. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I really I really like yeah. them. And Cafes is kind of my is where I wish I could go. And it's not like a hipster headphones laptop cafe thing. It's more like I just I don't know why if it's got some books and some coffee and some muffins, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah and like a nice patio yeah. it's a it's a warm day that's not too hot yep sit outside drink something look at people it's awesome do you ever <laughs> uh do you ever do you feel that there's any validity to um just leaning into it when you get tired when you get like worn out um there's you know there's a ton of scientific research on circadian rhythms and that we are hardwired to get sleepy from like one to three you mean leaning into it like 
like accepting your your um exhaustion and falling asleep yeah either just falling asleep or just oh. like uh saying uh i am not productive for the next hour or two hours and that's fine yeah i do that i think that i don't fall asleep most of the time that'd be nice if i could if if it was 10 years ago i would um but yeah i mean sometimes i'm just like man it's not happening right now everything i draw is crap so what's the point i'll just come back when i when things are better to 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 be procedural about it um i i read this article and i've tried this a few times and it actually works really well um a caffeine hit so like i've been doing this thing every now and then when i'm like really like worn out and i'm just like mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten is because i wake up at five um it's just a thing i like to do and i go to bed i try to go to bed at like nine nine thirty but no matter what i do it's always nine thirty ten ten thirty you know um yeah and so i just i don't know as i'm getting older i just i need eight eight hours of sleep for sure so yeah you sound like you just turned about 68 years old <laughs> <laughs> no i do this um just kidding. do you have dinner at no <laughs> <laughs> um so uh i've been doing this thing in the afternoon uh, i'll get that I'll hit that moment usually around one o'clock and uh, i'll drink a cup of coffee um fairly quickly and then lay down and uh apparently if huh. you lay down coffee doesn't actually hit you caffeine doesn't actually hit you for about 25 minutes so um really? yeah i'll lay down take like a 25 minute nap the caffeine hits i wake up and like i get all my energy back so it's like a 25 minute that's chunk of the day that i'm like completely useless but that's about it huh i never tried that yeah it seems to work really I, well um i've been more sensitive to caffeine as i get older remember we used to sit and like oh my god i mean maybe yeah. we stayed up till four in the morning so we didn't really realize it and maybe sometimes <laughs> i did feel like i was gonna die those nights where we'd sit until three in the morning drinking coffee at IHOP. Oh yeah. And I do remember specifically sometimes I would laugh so hard that I thought I was going to pass out, which isn't normal. <laughs> I don't think like I'd be like, Oh, I got to stop laughing or I'm going to, I'm going to black out. My heart's going to stop. Yeah, um, I've done that. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel like maybe I was, I wasn't as sensitive to it back then, but now if I have like a diet Coke in the afternoon, I'll, lay in bed and stare at my phone until 11 yeah you know which is not that late we used to go out at 11 <laughs> oh yeah totally yeah um yeah. yeah not anymore um but yeah i should try that that's that's interesting i'm not sure how a, a 25 minute nap in the afternoon would go down with the rest of my family how they feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to, it seems to work pretty well for me. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I mean, something that I've noticed, uh, our pro tip or whatever, but, uh, is, uh, there are the most moments where you want to lay down and it is a little bit like, okay, I've got my kids around. My wife's still like doing things and working yeah. and taking care of them. Why am I, you know, allowed to like lay down or whatever. But I've noticed that whether it's that or taking a time for like a walk or a meditation or whatever it is that you do that makes you like reset, um, if I come back from those things more happy and positive, then it's like completely like wipes away any negative thoughts about me doing it in the first place, you know, because, yeah. uh, you know, when I'm, when I'm kind of a, a jerk because I'm tired or I'm, you know, uh, I don't know, not taking care of myself, it definitely comes through. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. My anxiety has done that to me lately. I, it, yeah. it manifests itself as a tense snippiness. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I've, it's funny because kind of I've got like a little bullet item to talk about is uh, and w- what I wrote down is do you have any routines that, you know, do not seem to work? Um, nope, that's not the one I was thinking of. Oh, we <laughs> might know what's good for us. We might know what's good for us in terms of productivity, but do we not do anything about it for some reason? So like um, to your point, and I've fallen victim to this so many times, I'll get anxious and snippy and maybe overwhelmed. And I know that the right thing for me to do is to lay off caffeine and mm-hmm. eat something, eat something like ultra healthy, like a smoothie or something that I make yeah. and go for a walk. And if I do those simple things, I'm 100% positive that I will be better. But you don't and do I it. I will not, but I don't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, what? I, why is it that we just completely ignore the things that will make us better? And make us happy. Yeah, I do that all the time. I do. I mean, I think sometimes it's just, I mean, for me anyway, maybe not for you, like overwhelming to think about. <laughs> that sounds really lame. Overwhelming to think about like putting on shoes and like walking oh, yeah. or like cutting fruit for a smoothie. I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah. God, I wish yeah. that somebody would just make a smoothie for me. That'd be nice. So that's that's actually related to the second order thinking thing. So I've been doing this more lately. It is I know it's it's like kind of structured and crazy, but like <laughs> I've started thinking about that because I do the same thing. I'm like I don't feel like doing that. I don't feel like making something healthy right now. Yeah. So what I'll do is in the morning when I am the most productive, or even in the evening when like okay the kids are kind of like they're congregated around like maybe a movie or a TV yeah. show or something, and Amber, my wife, is like you know. Uh, finishing up her day of like, you know, gardening and bringing the, bringing the plants in and stuff like Mm. that. So I've got like this moment where I can kind of just do whatever I want. And a lot of times what I've been doing is I'll make my coffee in the evening, prep, prep something for the next day or in the morning, prep something for Mm. lunch. And that's another thing that I know if I do that, I'll actually use it and make myself, you know, feel better and happy. But for some reason I don't do it every day. I don't know why. I, I, yeah, I do the same thing. I also do it in ways that, um, I know why I ignore it is because I like the opposite, you know, I like here, this doesn't, this won't make sense until I give a, <laughs> give, give a, uh, example. I know that it's bad for my like headaches that I get occasionally, or I know that it's bad for my sleep patterns to sit and stare at my phone for like two hours before I go to bed, <laughs> just looking through Instagram and like, just looking at crap, you know, memes or whatever there is that I'm looking at, but I still do it because I feel like it's easier to fall asleep just like staring at a phone until I drop it, you know, <laughs> and pass out. Same way we used to do when we'd like pass out watching DVD seasons of crap. Right. I, right. I know that I should turn off my light, put down my phone, lay down, and just like close my eyes. But I know that if I do that, I'll think about all sorts of weird stuff and I don't really want to. So I'd rather just look at my phone. Yeah. Um, I uh, I read this book called um, – you should check it out if you haven't uh, – Why We Sleep. Um, mm-hmm. oh, man, who's the David Walker? I'm, I'm going to mess his name up. I don't know. Um, it's called Why We Sleep. It's an excellent, excellent book. It's it's fairly scientific but not like um, – not down too much in like the biology, although I do yeah. enjoy that stuff. It's not It's not too crazy. Um, but he talks about circadian rhythms and night owls versus morning larks and all this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. But he talks about absolutely the, uh, reading in bed, um, your phone, yeah. um, you know, this blue light and all yeah, this kind of totally. stuff. It's completely messing with your brain and, um, you know, it's scientifically proven. And he actually makes the, um, statement. This is 
this goes back to one of those things where it's like, I know what I should do, but I don't. Um, mm. He he makes the the argument that if you can't fall asleep in five minutes in your bed, you need to get up out of your bed, go somewhere else and either read a book or um, he definitely says, don't look at a screen, but huh. um, you know, read a book or do something else until you are tired and then go back and lay down. Like yeah. the whole thing is that I, apparently your bed needs to become you need to trigger your brain kind of like a dog. And yeah. then every time you lay down, that is when I'm, I'm about to fall asleep. There is no hanging out in bed. This is sleep you know, yeah. time or whatever. So that makes sense. I've tried that a few times. It's really hard for me. And, uh, yeah. I was really good. Honestly, I was really good for about six months with my phone and screens and stuff. I had like completely disconnected myself. Yeah. And in the last month, um, I've been doing the same thing. I've been like picking up my phone in bed and, and I, I know why I'm just, getting bored yeah um so uh yeah i i think i think i think the best bet there the best of both worlds or the middle ground is uh just take a book yeah play. i need to always, i need to do that it doesn't matter often. how <laughs> it doesn't matter how good it is it, i will fall asleep if i'm reading a book yeah for sure that's why it takes me like a year to read a book but i also like to listen to books in bed but then like the only bluetooth headphones that i have are as big as my head and uh, I just ordered some earbuds for that purpose of like, maybe I can just listen to some books in bed. I'll tell you what, man, uh, the AirPods, it, whatever they are, earbuds, it, the basically wireless Bluetooth buds. Yeah. Um, those audible and my watch, Apple watch or whatever uh -huh. are like, if I could write like a blog post or a tech article or something about the things that changed my life in tech, it's definitely those. You just and, wrote uh, it. You just wrote that yeah. blog. <laughs> um and it's it it's it's purely convenience it's taken all of the things that i've been wanting to do forever and made it uh so accessible that there's like no excuse anymore so uh -huh. i walk around with those earbuds in all the freaking time now just around my house listening to podcasts and books and stuff yeah and i've just like consumed so much more like are you able to pay attention i find it hard uh, yeah. to do i like i can't I've tried to listen to podcasts and stuff while I work and then I'll catch a word. And I'm like, Oh man, I haven't been listening to this for 10 minutes. I have I no definitely idea what's can't, going on. I definitely can't do it while I work. Yeah. Um, for me, working has become, this is also weird <laughs> for a long time. It was like, and I know you actually, you're probably more on where I am now. Mm -hmm. You've been this here for a while as a uh, soundtracks and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, I do. But for me that. lately, for me lately, it's been, um, like ambient, like synth music oh yeah um i like that kid and i like that kind of stuff um i listen to that kind of like ambient noise junk and uh also <laughs> movie scores and also there's this um lo-fi hip-hop youtube yeah station yeah. that's awesome i listen to that yeah. a lot too uh, anything that doesn't I, i'll say this basically no words sometimes I'll, I'll be the opposite and i want to sing while i'm working and i do that um, and so I'll listen to like nineties alternative radio or whatever, but most of the time it's movie scores. There's a guy that, um, it's the, God, what's his name? Um, the keyboardist from nine inch nails, I think is who it is. Huh. His name's like Alessandro Cortini, I think. And he does that dream, this dreamy ambient stuff. Matt got me really into it. And it's really good. You should send it to me. I'm yeah. actually, that's. We, maybe we can put it in the show notes too. That sounds cool. Yeah, I'd we like should put together um, a playlist of our productive works music. Yeah, and put that on. Yeah, there. I could sure. do that on like iTunes yeah. or something. 
yeah, we could definitely do that. Um, that's that sounds great because I I think you and I, I think you and I listen to different yet similar things for the same purpose. Yeah, you know now, and uh, it'd probably be interesting to hear, you know what what the other person. I could put together an eight hour work day of of music that has no words. <laughs> yeah, I I've, I've been the same way. I've been listening to this uh, group called We Are Ast- We Are All Astronauts, uh-huh. and um, it's like ambient synth. But every now and then they do the whole like. Uh, dance electronica i'm just like Ugh, yeah just stop it. it um just just stick to the ambient synth it's awesome but um what the hell were we talking about <laughs> um <laughs> oh yeah music circadian yep. rhythms there we go that's a good oh, song audience yeah audience <laughs> audiobooks and books and sleeping and screens oh and- yeah so yeah, uh, to your point, you you know you got the buds for 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 bed or whatever, uh-huh. and I definitely do that. Uh, man, it's the one thing though is, I I can listen to I can sleep through. There's a cool app called Brain.fm, uh-huh. and it's all about what we're talking about. It's all about um, music for work, music for sleep, music for relaxation and meditation. So it's like got these categories and mm-hmm. choose it, and they do like this whole algorithmic. It's, you know, scientifically proven or whatever, and who knows, but, um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's really cool stuff. And I can listen to that. A lot of times I just listen to like rain while I'm in bed yeah. in my headphones and, uh, it actually helps me. It makes me fall asleep immediately, but I, I still have yet to find, um, something I can put in my damn ears and just leave them in. Um, oh, yeah? because after like 10, 15 minutes, I've got to take them out and put them and it just like completely disrupts my, you know, falling asleep. There's a, um, I have, I- I've only seen it once and I, I don't even know what they're called or where to find it, but it's headphones that are flat. It's speakers inside those like uh head wrap yeah. ear warmers. Have you seen those yep. that you can like fall yeah. asleep with them on? It seems really hot There's a, right uh, now. Bose makes Bose makes in ear ones that um, don't protrude at all. Yeah. And are apparently like really great, but you can't listen to whatever you want. They're made for sleep. They're called sleep buds, uh-huh. and they're like pre-programmed with music. Oh, nice! Only from only music that Bose makes. Yeah, it's just like what <laughs> Bose, you, you got Bose's so close. Band. Yeah, that's so weird. So close, and you just screwed it up. But um, all right, well, uh, you know, we talked about a lot of things that um, uh, you know per, the, the ways we are productive, the ways we're not, um, and kind of being okay with both. Um, we also wanted to plug a couple things. Um, I just, uh, I just posted a video about folding at home, which is a way that you can help fight, uh, COVID-19 using your computer. Um, I would, uh, highly appreciate if you check it out, you can go to my channel, which will be in the show notes and, uh, and check that out. I'd really appreciate that. And then Daniel, I think you, uh, just did some, uh, yeah, I did a couple of things, uh, maybe even three things that have happened recently. Um, one is very small. If you if you have a subscription to Highlights High Five, or if you are going to the dentist in the next month, <laughs> they probably have a copy. And it's got a little bit of artwork in it that I did. Um, and it's the first time I ever got to do one of those, those um, what's different in the picture. So I drew like oh, two cool. pictures of this uh, this kid and what he likes and there's some things different in one picture that are not in another picture and so that was pretty neat so that's awesome. highlights high five check that out um i also yesterday um had a new picture book released called my brother the duck which um is written by um, my friend pat zietlow miller 
she's a New York Times bestselling author of a picture book called Be Kind. And uh, it's oh nice. It's um it's about a new getting a new sibling, but it takes a a little science spin on that. And this little girl thinks that her new brother is a duck, and she uh, performs experiments to support uh, her hypothesis. <laughs> hypothesis. That's awesome. And it turns out that he's not actually a duck. He's just a baby. That's spoiler alert. He's not a duck. <laughs> um, so you can get that uh, at any bookstore that isn't currently open right now, probably. But you can also order it from a great website called bookshop.org, which all the proceeds go to independent bookstores, which is great. Um, bookshop.org. Bookshop.org. That's awesome. Um, we could probably post that in the show notes. Um, yeah, for sure. And then lastly, this uh, by the time you hear this, the live date or it's not even really live but it's happening today but you can still watch this video later um i did a drawing lesson video that revolves around an upcoming book that i illustrated called the world needs more purple people by Kristen bell and benjamin hart and um if you're not aware Kristen bell and her husband dax have a uh baby products company called hello bello and hello bello is doing a thing called camp hello bello um that started during this whole um pandemic and what it is is scheduled um virtual lessons and like sing-alongs and just things to kind of keep your kids busy that's awesome um all day they, they do it all day long and they um they bring on these different people. They call them counselors. So I'm a counselor today. And I made a 30-minute drawing lesson of characters from that book. And uh, I did it with my son, Henry. And it it will be on YouTube and Facebook on their channel, Camp Hello Bello. Um, so, yeah, you can search that out if you want to uh, draw some stuff with me and my son. Very cool. Yeah. yeah, definitely check that out. We'll put all the stuff in the uh, show notes, um, all the new enterprises that we've uh, that we've endeavored upon. Yeah, um, I don't know. If that's that the sounds like a bunch of that. ship spaceship <laughs> names. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, we are uh, we are out of here. Uh, we finished up this episode, and uh, I feel pretty good about it. We went all over the place, but I think we had a good conversation around staying productive what we even consider productivity and uh and mental models um for thinking about the actions that you take yeah and also our uh opinion on restaurant patios <laughs> <laughs> we could do an entire episode on restaurant patios <laughs> what is your favorite restaurant patios one to ten I can tell you one of my favorites was Hacienda in St. Louis. Man, but... I was just thinking about that while we were talking about it, how awesome <laughs> that patio was. That was a great patio, but awful, awful food. Man, just terrible. <laughs> but remember when we were really poor and we could go there and get free uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> free chips and salsa and then leave? Free chips and salsa and we can get the $3 quesadilla or whatever. Yeah, and like a dollar Miller High Life. Oh, yeah. Yep. Was, good times. It was good. Now I can't get out of a restaurant for less than a hundred dollars. No, not at all. I do still think about that. There's not a lot of places that feel more like Christmas to me than that bar at Christmas time. 
Oh yeah, that's a good one. There's something yeah. about that place. Like I think about it, I try to recreate that feeling at other chain restaurants. Sometimes it happens, but um, it it definitely formed my love of chain restaurant bars at Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a chain restaurant. No, I know, but it feels like one. Yeah, it does. It's big and and uh, wood, big and wooden yep. and, and U shaped. <laughs> All right. Uh, We appreciate you guys. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking in. If you're still here at this point in the show. We really appreciate you. you. (laughs) We really appreciate it. And uh, you get a virtual fist bump. So uh, thank you very much. Um, Yeah. All right. Peace out. See you guys. See you guys next week. Thanks a lot. Peace out.